Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. episode is brought to you by A Whistle for the Wind. Tonight, we shall read the next chapter to Peter Pan, the 1911 novel by J.M. Barrie. An easy way to listen to this continuing story in order is at snoozecast.com series. When we left off, the lost boys and Wendy find themselves captives on the pirate ship while Peter takes off to save them with the oath, hook or me this time. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Take a few deep breaths. Now then, bullies, Captain Hook said briskly, six of you walk the plank tonight, but I have room for two cabin boys. Which of you is it to be? Don't irritate him unnecessarily had been Wendy's instructions in the hold. So Tootles stepped forward politely. But Tootles explained prudently, You see, sir, I don't think my mother would like me to be a pirate. Would your mother like you to be a pirate slightly? 
He winked at Slightly, who said mournfully, I don't think so, as if he wished things had been otherwise. Would your mother like you to be a pirate, twin? I don't think so, said the first twin, as clever as the others. Nibs would stow this gab, roared Hook, and the spokesmen were dragged back. You boy, he said, addressing John. You look as if you had a little pluck in you. Didst never want to be a pirate, my hearty. Now John had sometimes experienced this hankering at his mathematical preparatory tutoring lessons, and he was struck by Hook's picking him out. I once thought of calling myself Red-Handed Jack, he said, diffidently. And a good name, too. We'll call you that here, bully, if you join. What do you think, Michael? Asked John. Well, what would you call me if I join? Michael demanded. Blackbeard Joe. Michael was naturally impressed. What do you think, John? He wanted John to decide. And John wanted him to decide. Shall we still be respectful subjects of the king? John inquired. Through Hook's teeth came the answer. You would have to swear down with the king. Perhaps John had not behaved very well so far. But he's shown out now. Then I refuse, he cried, banging the barrel in front of Hook. And I refuse, cried Michael. Rule Britannia, squeaked Curly. The infuriated pirates roared, and Hook roared out. That seals your doom. Bring up their mother. Get the plank ready. They were only boys, and they went white as they saw Jukes and Checo preparing the plank. But they tried to look brave when Wendy was brought up. No words of mine can tell you how Wendy despised those pirates. To the boys, there was at least some glamour in the pirate calling. But all that she saw was that the ship had not been tidied for years. There was not a porthole on the grimy glass of which you might not have written with your finger, Wash me and she had already written it on several.